What's up, buddy? Yo, episode 25. We classic. At at this point, we were supposed to have more, but we kind of went MIA for the summer. But that's okay. Um, But if you buddies have noticed, every five we have a guest. So this week, you know what? And we kind of had him on for views. Because I feel like a lot of buddies are going to be like, oh, we got to listen to this one. You're going to be so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be disappointed that I edit all the things out what they would want to hear. But we have the one and only Mark Freeman on the pod with us this week. Um, For those, I mean, if you know us at all, this man has been in our life forever. So you'll have to just like kind of at least know him. Like I have my friends and like, book club and they like know the Freemans. So like it's just a, a crucial person in our life. He was our youth pastor, all longtime family friend, him and his wife, Melissa. What up, Mel? Um, he just I been in our life. You, for- she's not listening. Oh, she's <laughs> definitely no, she might. Nah, she's not gonna listen. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, so fun. Yeah, and yeah. Not listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's just been in our life. He's probably the funniest person I know. Mm. Most, I, I think so. Like top three. Wow. I'll like take that. Three. I feel like I myself is in my own top three too. So well, like- yeah. I mean, and if you and I are both in there, who the heck is the third? I, I think Caleb Goldberg is still probably in there for me. Uh, he's pretty he's, funny. He's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jared, sorry, you're not on that list. Oh. Not- I don't care. Maybe like top 10. We do laugh. Wow. That's wild. Top 10. Anyway, oh. Couldn't be like top five, but okay. Listen, yeah. Larb is pretty funny too. I know. Yeah, Larb is pretty funny. What do you think it gets all his jokes? Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but also I would say the most sarcastic person I know mm. is Mark, but it leads to the funniness too. But it also leads to tears for some people. That's okay. But we're <laughs> yeah. happy, we're happy to have you on the podcast. Um I am- I am so I am so honored to be on the podcast. Yes. I, I feel like with the first time we put out like a poll to our buddies, like who they want on, 85% said Mark, 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 Mark. Those are all old students. You got some you got some lame buddies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like just remnant people. Love so it. they're like <laughs> Mark, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you waited until a quarter of a century of episodes went by before you brought me in. Yeah, because you can't give you gotta like hold on to your like your so. goods for a little bit to regain regain the listeners. We've had a slow summer. This will be a nice spike for the listeners again. So also we just had to have our siblings and stuff on first. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They <laughs> were like my A didn't know my mom was begging to be on the podcast as much as she was. <laughs> like literally every week was like, when am I coming on? And then also she's going to be so pissed that I say this, but she was like the worst one out of them. <laughs> like she wasn't, she wasn't as funny as I thought she was going to be. Oh, she got nervous. I think she did get a little nervous. She's going to rip me apart. I might edit this out. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um. So our first go-to thing we always ask was our favorite thing we ate this week. So as a guest, you can kick us off for that. Yeah, so we um we did a little mini vacation with uh, Mel's family down by or up and over by Lake George, and uh, we went and played some mini golf at a super cool place called the Pirates Cove. And right well, the whole time we were there, 
we were smelling this smokehouse that was directly across the street. And the plan originally was to go back home and make sandwiches to try to save money. And so I'm slowly dropping hints like during the whole time, man, that smells so amazing over there. Like, like I'm starting to try to get the juices salivating uh-huh. in everybody's mouths and we finally get done. And I'm like, what do you say? We have a late lunch, early dinner. So we went over to this place, shout out to um, Barnside Smokehouse, Barnsider Smokehouse, um, the sponsor of today's episode, or at least that's what we're <laughs> and, free um, shout out. So I had I had a it was like a three meat sampler I, and uh, the the three things that I picked was um, I I love I love a sausage uh, title yeah. of today's that sounds weird <laughs> um and so oh, they okay. had like they had a turkey sausage so I tried that um, <laughs> and then uh, I also had a brisket you got to try brisket any smokehouse you go to but the best thing I ate on the plate was their ribs. Come on. Uh, they were fantastic. Okay. They were they were cooked perfectly. I mean, the bone just like slides right out of the the rib meat. So, um, shout out to Barnsider uh, Smokehouse. If you find yourself in Lake George, go check it out. Uh, and then seeing what everybody else got too, everything looked amazing. Um, it didn't seem like anything was amiss. So, uh, great a great eat this week for sure. Ooh. Dang, mine so mine was brisket too. I in oh, Texas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah, me and yeah. my friends we took a trip um to Blanco, Texas. Um it's like an hour out of San Antonio. Um but it's like a 4 hour drive from Dallas. Hmm. Um we just like went to like uh, just a restaurant in this small town and I got the brisket Philly and Ooh. it slapped. It was That's great. And they put like yeah. a white a white queso a Blanco. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay, hey <laughs> Love a Blanco we, title we of this episode. <laughs> Um, and so I got that and I like literally cried. It was so oh wow. The place, I, like I didn't have high expectations of the place, but then it, it was like you said you literally cried. Does that mean that you actually literally cried? I like literally wouldn't like you know how like you like well up. Like no. I literally cried. <laughs> oh wow. Jared, have you ever <laughs> cried over a meal before? You no, know, but Elijah has. Honest, I, I think <laughs> Elijah yeah. does probably was a week. <laughs> no, I oh, wow. probably have, honestly. I feel like I can't think of it specifically. But I think there was a time where I did. Wow, man. Terry Elijah, Blacks might have had Ela- me close. Yeah, Terry Blacks. That's the barbecue place down here. I was oh, telling you about Mark. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. Elijah cries over like a disappoint. Remember, oh. remember when we were in Lake Blazin? <laughs> oh gosh! At first, like, I thought you were gonna bring up the same like California story, San Diego, but no, Lake Placid. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we ordered a, it was a sandwich shop, and it was like the sandwiches they had forty six to represent all the different peaks, so mm. you could get and. <laughs> He thought they they were gonna heat up his sandwich. Oh. Like it was a roast thing. beef sandwich. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "I've never heard of a cold roast beef sandwich." Uh, what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You had to wait like so long to get these sandwiches. Uh, and so he, this man literally, it was a whole fiasco. Like we had to leave. It was so. Bad. He had to like step outside. And then mom, of course, like catered to him. Is like, let me uh, go talk to him. Let me get. Uh, catered to him right before she cussed him out, though, because she was like, "You're so ungrateful." <laughs> wow, yeah, that's intense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I, I get so uncomfortable in restaurants and stuff. I'll just eat what I'm. I'm not a send back guy. I'll just eat whatever they put in front of me, and I'll just, you know, in misery deal with it. 
Yeah, yeah. it's fate. You had to get it that way. All right, buddy, what's yours? All right. So the other day we were celebrating my nephew's 13th birthday and for his birthday, we just had like a pretty, just a nice like barbecue, like a summer barbecue. We had grilled chicken, ribs, chicken wings, mm-hmm. and uh, salt potatoes, corn, just so much, and mac and cheese, whatever. There's just so much food. It was just like classic summer. Right. And it's just like, it just really hit the spot. It wasn't as anything as epic as y'all too, but yeah, it was just, it really just hit the spot. Nice. I haven't had salt potatoes once this summer. That's Whoa. Crazy. Not even when uh, you were here? No, we didn't have what yes we did did we yeah we did yes we did your we did. final dinner you did we just had salt potatoes tonight for dinner they're hey. so good nothing like yeah. them yeah well we're gonna go into our game and buddies we got a new game and Ooh. sometimes we've been doing some repeaters so this is gonna be a nice little little switch up for us uh jared do you want to explain jared's better at the explaining because i forget I yeah forget sometimes the rules so my uh, fellow sports fans, you might see memes where it has like three players and it says start one, bench one, cut one. Um, mm. It's usually three, you know, basketball players, football players, whatever of similar um, position and also very good and all that. So we're going to be playing that. We're going to be playing start one, bench one, cut one. But it's not going to be necessarily players or anything like that, but it's going to be just and diff- uh, several different categories. Um, could be pop culture stuff. Um or just like stuff more pertaining to us that's a little more relevant for us in our own personal lives. But yeah, and then uh, we're just going to go around and explain or share why we choose to start one, bench one, and cut one. So the idea, like you start them, it's like they're the go-to. They're the number one. Yeah, they're the number one. The bench them is like they're not the number one pick, but like you're not mad if they come into rotation. Right. Is that the idea? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and sometimes, and some depending obviously on the topic, even the bench one is maybe one that you want to hold, you want to wait a little bit, and then you bring them out at just the key moment yeah. too. Okay. All right. I just need. I just need. Just to, my twist. My twist on the game. I just need to to clarify it so we, I can really decide on the different things because I play this a different way, and so they, I just need to make sure. Right. You, how? What's the other way to play this? Mark? Just. Like- <laughs> It's, just, it's a little more extreme oh, on the other gotcha. side. <laughs> That's all. All right. So we were just talking about meat. So I feel like why not mm. start with this one? Start one, cut one, bench one, beef, pork, or chicken. Mm. That's easy. Really? Go for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. for it. You definitely start. I definitely start with beef. I'm a red meat. I'm a red meat guy all day for okay. sure. Beef. There's so many different, like, there's so many different flavors. Well, I mean, I guess you could flavor all of them, but. Um, I love a, I love a, any kind of beef seared, anything is great, smoked, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bench pork cause I do like, I do like pork, but it, if I had to choose between the two of them and they're the only two options on the menu, I'm picking beef every single time and chicken. I could, I honestly could go without chicken. Moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that I don't like chicken, but I would never pick the chicken option if I had almost any other protein option on the menu. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm going. Or you go ahead. You got it. I was just gonna say I'm a little opposite here. I'm starting chicken because sim- simply because chicken wings, like chicken oh, wings, okay. are so good that yeah. I'm starting just for that sake. But then I'm also benching pork because pulled pork and 
pork ribs are just my go-tos outside of chicken and beef. You know, that is one I could actually live without. Wow. Steak is good, but I don't really care. Like, it's not like my favorite. Hmm. I'm going chicken because chicken wings. Also love grilled chicken breasts. Like, so slaps. Yeah, also, also, I love a crispy chicken sandwich. There's just so many chicken things. Chicken, chicken tenders. Bellies. We love it. Chicken Tully's tenders. Oh, Tully's tenders. Enough said. <laughs> yeah. okay. How did I not even think of that? Anyway, so sorry. She's she's the she's my wife. And then um we're gonna do beef is the bench. Really? Like, mm. I mean, my my all-time favorite food is is steak. Yeah, so that's probably that where can. it boils down yeah. to. But I do love steak and I do love like a burger. So yeah. like that's why she's still there. But pork, like I like pulled pork, but I'm not like I honestly, if we're at and it's on the menu, it's probably the last thing I get. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I could ditch. I yeah. could ditch it. True. All right. The next one is Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. It's good. Um I go with my heart. So I like I've got I've got decisions <laughs> right away. I, I, I got mine already too. I'll go first. Okay. Um right. I'm my number one, I always have loved, love Iron Man. I don't mm. think it's just his like cockiness and like I think he's kind of funny too. So I'm going um start so you're talking you're talking Disney Marvel, these characters, <clears throat> right? Not necessarily the whole like Marvel universe from cartoons on. Cause I mean, you can do whatever you want, but okay. I don't go that deep. This is mine. Gotcha. Like I'm the Disney level. But if you gotcha. want to take it deep, you can. Um, but so that's mine. Iron Man, Bench Thor. I'm Captain America in it for me. So that he I can ditch him. Yeah. You want to go next year or do you want me to go? You go ahead. Uh I'm definitely starting Thor. I agree. As far as like superheroes go, I think you could make the argument he's one of the best. And mm-hmm. and if you're talking like Disney characters too, I mean, as far as like comedic timing and stuff it's definitely him and iron man it's two of the funniest although now i'm thinking star lord but he's not in this mm-hmm. um so i'm definitely starting thor i am i'm gonna bench iron man and i'm with you with captain america especially the disney captain america he got yeah i mean i'm patriotic and all but he ain't, he's not doing nothing for me <laughs> like i don't even understand his superpowers like does he have superpowers i mean yeah he's a super soldier so he's got super strength he's got uh, like regenerates quickly and all that kind of stuff so speed That's wild he's just not like alien vibe like the rest of no. them <laughs> yeah i mean iron man has zero superpowers other than yeah. being super smart right yeah yeah, I guess. Yeah, if Jared's that, probably gonna problem. go rogue and not be like us. But, definitely but like, obviously, memory. suit included, Iron Man is bomb. You know, pretty bomb, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go start Thor. Yeah, I'm gonna bench Iron Man and cut Captain America, only because of those three. Even though I don't really care for Iron Man, but just like thinking about his abilities and his smartness i mean you can't just leave him off the table there captain america doesn't bring enough to the table as the other two do yeah all right i'm trying to think which one i want to do next okay mean girls (laughs) legally (laughs) legally blonde or bridesmaids oh well we had to put this in there because mark loves mean girls so we had we we had to put it in i do (laughs) yeah this is this will be easy for me Mean Girls for sure is is I'm is my starter. I'm I'm gonna bench Legally Blonde, and I've never seen Bridesmaids. I'm gonna and, and, 
And the only reason I've ever even seen Legally Blonde, I think, is because my sister was watching it once and I was watching with her. But I don't I don't know that I would ever watch it again, ever. In fact, I'm I have no interest in ever watching it again. It's so good, though. You would it think is it's good. so funny like to re to re to revisit. Yeah. It is good. Um, I'm doing uh, I'm starting Legally Blonde. And I'm benching Mean Girls, and I'm cutting Bridesmaid. I like don't think it is as funny as people think it is, but is that a newer yeah. one? Yeah, it's with like oh, who's in it? It's like ten years old now. Yeah, oh, okay. but like, is but it's it- the newest of the three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Chris is her name, Kristen Wig. It's like SNL gals are in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maya Rudolph's in it. Yeah, it's like funny, but it's not like iconic as the others. Yeah, I'm going starting Mean Girls because it's just iconic and so funny and quotable. Benching mm-hmm. Legally Blonde because it is awesome and it's great. It's funny. And then cutting Bridesmaids because I thought it was terrible. Like, I didn't even think it was funny. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was bad. And but people were like, oh, it's so funny. And they're like quoting it. I was like the quoting some of the scenes that I thought were so cringy. I was like, this is not funny. Melissa McCarthy is funny in it. And then when they all when they she's the only redeeming part of it, like at all. They all crap their pants (laughs) at the bridal store. This is pretty funny. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that might be like the only stomachable scene. Yeah, it's pretty funny that part. But I don't, I don't care for the plot. But like the main character is terrible. Like I thought she was horrible and annoying. All right, bringing it back to food: Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. Ooh. All right, I'll go first because I know this. Starting Wendy's, benching Burger King, eliminating McDonald's to another universe. It sucks. It's terrible. It could get gone. <laughs> I don't vibe with that. I'm starting Wendy's, benching McDonald's, and BK could literally fall off a cliff. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, a Whopper, the original chicken sandwich, falling off a cliff. Yeah. I actually have never eaten a Whopper. I think we're all we're all Burger, different here. I'm Burger starting fries, I'm bro. starting Burger King, man. I knew you were gonna do that. I'm starting Burger King. I'm I'm benching Wendy's, and I'm reluctantly because I love McDonald's fries and yeah. and their Diet Coke. I don't know what it is about McDonald's Coke. They have a different. Uh, they got a different yeah. Coke mix. They, they put so they put in more. I've heard it's like they've added more carbonation to their. Hmm. like so they get, they get a special deal with coke and yeah. coke sends them their mixtures in a different container than any other place so they get the more crispy carbonated syrup there's something just right about that and um, outside of like outside of maybe like some real specialty dessert places a vanilla cone from mcdonald's I'm, I'm there that is actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Remember, remember <laughs> when people, spot. remember when people used to like order them and then like co- cone, like coning, like, yeah, like, oh my grabbing gosh. it by the thing. Such a waste. <laughs> no, so I, exactly. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> I mean, if I did that, I still would have eaten it. Yeah, probably. There's a, just like a... <laughs> there's a trend right now, and it's like soccer moms and they get like a tub aware and they order like six cones and then they shove them in upside down and crunch them up so the cone is like in the mixture and then they sprinkle cookies on top and then they ask for hot fudge and they like a a makeshift ice cream box cake with the cones i'm like that's gotta slap it's gotta be so good sounds pretty good yeah yeah all right one last like normal one 
and then we'll get into like some like youthy ones um the office mm. brooklyn 99 oh. parks and rec wow there you go we already know yeah we, we already know, know mine um i hate parks and rec so i'm limiting parks and rec oh. um brooklyn 99 is my favorite all-time favorite show so i'm starting that and i'm benching the office those are hard for me. They're up. They're all like similar vibes too, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally the same writers. Yeah. Or like creators, basically. Oh yeah. Um, I'll go though. I'm starting Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I'm benching The Office, and I'm only cutting Parks and Rec just because it just doesn't have the same sentimentality as The Office. Yeah. And Brooklyn Nine Nine is just so much better. Like it to me, it's just. It's just another level, but but yeah, like the office just has it just means a lot more to me than Parks and Rec does. I I gotta I gotta go controversial here. And it okay. and it's not because I dislike any of them, but I'm starting the office, I'm benching Parks and Rec, and I'm Ooh. gonna cut Brooklyn nine nine. I've 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 invested too much time in the office not to start it. Right. Uh-huh. Um. It's it's definitely it's definitely one of my favorite. There's so many great characters in that. And, and, I mean, like we've all said, they're all fantastic. But we just and and maybe this is this is probably recency bias because we just Mel and I um the last two long trips we took this summer we just needed to put something on and so we I started streaming some Parks and Rec shows like or the uh-huh. the season from the start so like. We're halfway through the third season just from like some binging back to back drive and taking long drives. And it is so funny. I forget how funny some of the early seasons are, especially like Andy's character is so Andy's good. So oh my gosh. And yeah, it's so funny. Tommy and, and I can't believe you don't so like good. that, buddy. Like Listen, Donna is like your Donna is a, vibe. such a great character. She is oh, your treat, vibe. Treat yourself. I'll yeah, have to, like, I do and, I do love in Zizanzari, so I wish I liked the show. Yeah. But I just can't every time I've tried it, I'm just like I you know how you know how Michael's like kind of cringy and but you kind of embrace yeah. the cringiness. Yeah. Amy Poehler's character, I just can't get through it. Uh, like, I yeah, find she's not like so a annoying. jerk. She's just nice. I know, but yeah. I just like find her so annoying, and I'm like, I can't be into her. Okay. I, you know what, buddy? On a side note, I will say so. I've been watching Abbott Elementary, and yeah. I will say Ava, the principal, I can't stand when she's on the screen. Oh my gosh, she's the funniest one. No, she's, she's terrible. So, she's such a terrible human being. She like that is like and <laughs> so it's like I'm like is this funny. what people feel about like Michael Scott? Like there's no way because I like think, Michael is funny. Like she's so not he, funny. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? Michael Scott, he's obviously a buffoon, but they give enough moments to him where you're like, "Oh, he was a pretty decent salesman." Yeah. Like he understands yeah, yeah. people and he understands sales. That that it's so unrealistic that that lady would be the principal on Abigail. Right. Yeah. They've never redeemed her character at all. Um, so that's why I'm like, she does gotta... have some moments. She has a couple she... moments where they're like, she's like, there's like a little bit of a different side to her where she like takes care of her grandmother or something like mm-hmm. that and whatever. But I'm like, I don't care. She's just she's... so funny though. Like she's so ratchet. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> maybe one day if i ever get so bored and need something new to start i'll try it again and i'll probably hate it it's just like that with one tree hill i try and everyone's like wants to murder me but i cannot get into one tree hill at all 
It's funny too what what your perspective on those shows are when you watch them with your kids in the back of the car. Oh, As I yeah. remember Parks and Rec being like edgy. There's a lot of no. <laughs> there's a I've lot seen, of stuff. Oh, like I've the seen Glitter some... Factory. Totally forgot that even existed. <laughs> I've seen some like bloopers and that like didn't make the cut in Parking yeah. Rec. I'm like those are funny, but they don't yeah. they don't make it in the actual thing. Right. Um. So we have some youth group based mm. um start one, bench one, and I'm gonna forget the last one, cut one. Yep. Um and we'll have to explain for a little bit people who don't um weren't in youth group, but they're pretty easy. Um the first one is big booty, mm. mafia, or murderer. And these are all games that we would play in youth group. Yep. Do we need to explain what the games are? Or are we gonna assume people know? Eh, it's okay. fine. It's up to them to figure it out. Yeah, they can ask yeah. me. Man, it was good. I think I know my lineup though. All right, you can go first. Want me to go? Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start big booty. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna bench murder, and I'm going to cut mafia. Is it wow. because no it's one lets totally you play? Totally my per- so. If we're playing with the teenagers, that's my order. Okay. If I'm playing with different group of people, mafia makes its way to the top. Okay. Yes. So Mark says this because when we play with teenagers, this is the thing that happens. Either Mark gets eliminated first or because he doesn't get eliminated first, everyone then knows he's mafia. And so then he gets found out really quickly. So it's like no fun to even 100%. 100%. Even play. That's how it was with Chris Carrington. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Chris Carrington. Um, I think mine is um, I'm starting Murderer. I love that game so much. Hmm. And I'm I'm going to bench Mafia and I'm going to eliminate Big Booty. Not because I don't love the games, but I just get I get sick of Big Booty really quick. Hmm. Like, I feel like I, we, the year yeah, that we I, started I, it, like we played it so much and it was so fun. Like, don't regret it at all. But like, yeah. I feel like with those core people we played it with, like they made it so fun. And now when we teach kids, like, I'm like, can you just clap? Like, can you just be on beat? And yeah. I feel like we have a lot more students now. So it's like big booty 24. And I'm like, when we first played yeah. it, it was like 12 of us. So sure. it was like super fun. And we would like, remember and- were really good we got we got to a season of time where we were really good at it and it was hard to get people out yeah and we like the sing the different like a a juicy fruity or a fruity tootie yeah 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 yeah. i think also one of the reasons why i love big booty as a as a leader was because you were never out of the game you yeah. just had to move like whereas mm-hmm. with mafia, you get out early and you're just sitting there watching the rest of the game, which can be fun, but yeah. it's obviously not as fun as staying in. Same even with with murder. The the mur- the murder one you're talking about is the one where you if the lights are off and you're wa- yeah. working on right? Yeah. What's the name of the one that you're winking at? Killer. Killer. That's right. That's right. I always I always joke about it. I'm like, yeah, I go to youth group and we play games called Mafia, Killer, and Murder. Yeah, exactly. In big booty. <laughs> Jared, Jared we you weren't a you weren't a in the youth group when we played Big Booty Killer, right? No. So he no. was in youth group at the time. It was strictly a fine arts thing. Oh. We played it like I, Did we even play Big Booty when I was in? Yeah, because Lindsay, Lindsay did. We played with Lindsay. 
Oh, okay. the same grade. Then it might it might not have been like though like at like regular remnant events. It was okay. a big nationals game. We always yeah. play at nationals. Yeah, we didn't play it much. It was like it was like a three o'clock in the morning, and we were doing so yeah. good at Big Booty that we threw Killer in there. Yeah, that was fun. Big Booty Killer. You were literally playing oh, Big Booty crazy. and being winked at and dying. And so, and then- as people were dying, you had your numbers shifted Wait. mid game. That's so it was wild. sick. Yeah. It was sick. That's fun. Um, yeah, my lineup though, I'm. I'll just say it quick. I'm going Mafia, Murder, Big Booty. To be to be honest, I don't really care for Big Booty that much. I think it's just it's, the repetitiveness. I, I it gets actually. old. But we did play. It was actually not terrible when we played recently with like 50 people. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty. It, it was funny because a lot of kids were like, well, what was happening? But yeah. for the most part, it was actually OK. We had some good runs. But do you prefer signs over Big Booty? Oh, 100 yeah, 100 signs is so despite. Fun. What? Despite the one time we decided as friends to play in our basement and they were like, we're going to just lie to him when I was oh, in the middle. God. They So they got me. They So before this was a term, they straight gaslit me up <laughs> because I'm like, you are the person with the sign. And they're like, nope, nope, it's not them. It's not them. And it uh, was like half the time. And I was like, this is so terrible. I was yeah. losing my mind and I was getting so mad. I there's think... two there's two versions of that signs game, and I don't know if yeah. they've got oh. different names or not. The one you're referring to was there's it? animal signs. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So We're animal signs. I do like one. animal signs. Yeah. I, yeah. I like we haven't signs. played we haven't paid, played that passing sign one in a long time. No, that's I not, really don't that's think that's a great ever, game. I don't think we ever played it past our generation. That was a great game. Because it was it was so fun. We need to play that. Yeah. It's so fun. We got a lock-in coming up. Might have to try to bust it out. Warm them up. These kids suck. They're not going to play it. <laughs> Give them they, a they, I mean, we played we played Animal Signs yeah, that's quite true. well at, at Nationals just in Columbus. So I think, I think they get the idea of it. But you, yeah. the key is you got to have that swivel chair in the middle, right? Yeah. So people spin around real yeah. quick. So that's why we usually just default it to regular signs because you don't always have a swivel chair at your, uh, at your mm-hmm. ready. Were you on the airplane when we played Animal Signs on the airplane? I don't oh think so. Gosh. We literally all turned into the aisle. Like it was like s- probably six of us that got end seats. And we're like literally like Wow. Right in there. We played on it. must it have been it must have been one of the nationals that we drove back from Orlando or stayed down in. Oh, it could have been. Yeah. That's fun though. Yeah, it was fun. Um convention, remnant retreat, winter retreat. Oh, this is easy for me, too. This is easy for me. It's probably all ours. It could probably be the same. We can do this in the two minutes and 30 seconds we have left before yeah. this. <laughs> Who wants um, to go first? I, I don't know. Like- I feel like mine's not going to be the same as y'all's. I am starting Remit Retreat. I'm benching Winter Retreat. I'm cutting Convention. Yep. Ooh, see, convention- I'm, I'm Well, he's star- never I been a star- fine arts st- staff. I'm starting. Fine arts staff Convention yeah. is like PTSD. Like, it sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that again? PTSD for you're, five. You're like stuff. calling like PD, like someone's oh, PTSD. PD. You is a PTSD. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. the episode. I guess that's fair. So yeah, because I'm starting remnant retreat and benching convention and cutting winter retreat. Even though I do really would, enjoy winter retreat, but is it the? It, would it be the same as a student as it was as a leader? Because obviously, I only have the perspective Ooh. as a leader, and so from a leader perspective. 
Remnant retreat oh. all day. If I had to cut, I've said this a number of times. If I had, to, if if the, pa- the lead pastor said to me, "You can have one event that you do," it would be remnant retreat every time, all the time, because it's it's the most intentional, it's the most focused, yeah. it's it's just us. And then the next of those three, the next one up from there is is winter retreat. So it's like it's it yes, it's a it's a larger crowd. It's it's you know more people, which is super fun, mm-hmm. and but it's still like intentional time with our team and. Um, but right. yeah, convention feels so chaotic, especially with, you know, um, yeah, it, it just, and, and yeah, just so yeah. from a leader standpoint, but I, I know oh, some yeah. kids who loved convention cause they loved being in the room with all the other when kids. I was I, that's what I was going to say. Student, student convention, convention was, was lit the yeah. best. Well, because we also didn't have so many events going on. Yeah. So like we were able to stay up mad late and do wild and crazy things. No, the difference, the difference is the fine arts. Hmm. Yeah. Like we weren't performing the next day, so we could stay up until we didn't have to go to bed. We just stayed up. Right. Right. And that was super fun. I will say my favorite. I liked convention way better as a student because that we got to stay up all night and I love doing fine arts. So like that made it super fun. Also, the war memorial was way better. Like it made it oh, feel yeah. like it made it feel like this like huge event. Not that the OCC kind of does now too, but um, it's like just not the same vibe as like being downtown. It was and- tighter packed. No, were, were Mariah? Were you ever a leader when it was downtown? No. Okay, so again, very different perspective as a leader. Yeah, versus as a leader, like, I would hate that. Student logistics wise as a leader it was a it was it was a lot harder than at occ parking obviously was crazy i mean fine arts was crazy because it was between three buildings i there's no way i don't i'm not i guess it's still a lot of buildings at at um at occ to get to all the different buildings but like for the way it was set up when we were downtown if we would have as many categories as we have now it it would be a logistical nightmare to move between those three big but oh yeah yeah so like as far as like as i the arena was super fun to have services in i i agree with for sure yeah all right i have one last youth group one sticking to events but these are all events that we don't have anymore um the all-nighter the 25-hour fan in and the junior high retreat oh i'll go first i'll go first because this is what i was talking about earlier my my favorite event was hands down the velocity junior high retreat so good um so and good. I, like as far as like when i when i blur my my mind about like memories and i wasn't the youth pastor at the time mel and i were just the junior high shepherds at the time we were overseeing junior high when we did those like but when i think of all of my 20 plus years of youth ministry and i think of events I have more memory, maybe because it was a one-off, so it's easier to like uh, to kind of establish. Or di- maybe we did two of them. I, we didn't do many, um, but like some of my some of my favorite memories are from that junior high velocity retreat. It was so much fun. I love junior high retreat because it was the best way for the younger kids to make relationships with the staff. And you weren't competing for the older kids that they already had with, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like I was able to connect with all of you without like having to like, and not that there's a battle, but like there is already established connections that in every staff can't like go and be with everyone at every retreat. So it was so nice. 
and it like took off the edge but then also we were all junior high kids so we were all so silly oh and yeah so it was so fun <laughs> man i can remember jared were you at you were at a velocity retreat right i'm pretty sure <clears throat> yeah i went to he was three at my them. first one you were at the one at lakeside so i i'm pretty sure i went when i was in seventh grade and okay. then i'm fairly certain i went in eighth there had to been one in between eighth grade and then yeah. ninth grade when she was there too yeah i can't remember which one it was which which one was it that abby whiting went to the hospital that was her so, her, okay. was, yeah, was the so third like one. i can remember us in that front room we were playing yeah. some kind of handball soccer yeah. type game yeah. and then we just decided we were going to tabletop everybody yeah. so <laughs> The game turned into just get behind someone playing the game on all fours and let someone and watch them just back over you and <laughs> fall or shove them over you. It went and from then, keep away. It was keep away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went and just started wrecking people on the oh table. Oh, my gosh. Bodying people. But I don't think I think it was in like just legitimate gameplay that Abby put her hand through that glass mm -hmm. window. I'm she, sure she wasn't was being like, table topped or anything like that. She was she, just like going for the ball. Yeah. And she like ran into the wall and tried to like stop herself, and her hand went right through the window. Yep, went yep. to the hospital. Stitches, junior high yep. retreat. Love it. I loved that trip because that's where you proposed to Mel, right? Yeah, right. Not at that trip, but at that camp. No, yeah, I know, but yeah, like yeah. you guys, like we went on this like hike, yep. and you guys like told us a story, and we all like all went and like we got to be where you proposed to her. Yeah. It's so fun. We loved it. Was yeah, that the yeah. same hike that like John G and Jeff Hill came out of the woods like bears? the daylights out of the kids. Dude, yeah. That was so good. It was like at the end of like a prayer walk or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So well, yeah, if we're gonna oh, start I, we one, didn't even answer one, us. one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm starting junior high retreat. That was so much fun. Such good memories there. Yeah. Um and I'm benching Syracuse tour, the all nighter, and I'm cutting the famine. Like, come on, we ain't eating. So and we were always doing, we were, we were, we were like doing like service projects too. Like Syracuse tour was so much fun. And it's early days, especially ending it with Krispy Kreme. Like, like one of the first ones we ended it with Krispy Kreme. And it was so fire. Yeah. RIP um, Krispy Kreme. The yeah. 25 hour fandom. Just so people can understand this event, we had a, like it was a fundraiser for something called Speed of Light, where it raises money for missionaries. But they didn't want us to eat for twenty five hours, and like you pledged it. But then all the leaders who were there volunteering didn't have to <laughs> pledge, so they all friggin' ate. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly one hundred percent true. <laughs> I I'll never forget. We were starving in the morning, and we hop into Pastor. There wasn't that many kids that went on on this one. We hop yeah. into Pastor Mark's Big car. Surprise we, there. We find a trash of Dunkin' Donuts and orange juice, and we're like, "What the frig is this? He's friggin' eating." And he's like, was, "I didn't." He goes, "I didn't pledge not to eat." <laughs> the one year I did raise pledges at the church. It was a, a certain amount of money for every hour, and it in they I ended up having to fast for thirty eight hours because of the amount of pledges that that came through, and that was the only year that I ever that I ever did the actual famine. And then yeah. to make this even worse, we're starving, and then we have to rake leaves for fourteen no. hours. <laughs> Yo, yep, I know manual labor. It was Although so I will say, the, 
it was also at the famine where like in the afternoon we started doing some of the games too which yeah, was kind of fun. fun photo scavenger hunt and some of that kind of stuff because we're like we can only make them work for so many hours yeah right that was planned that was the planned famine mm-hmm. right yeah and we would we would dominate youth groups. oh my gosh yeah it was like See, almost y'all started unfair. doing that after my time like i know buddy that you just experience. didn't go because <laughs> there were many there when that is that? one of the things one of the things oh, I do remember yeah, about Plan Famine. It was usually a pretty core group. Like you didn't have a whole lot of French kids that were there. Not that Jared was a French kid, but he was like, I ain't gonna not eat and go do work. It might have also been in like in the fall during sports. Yeah, it, it you, was. It was yeah. always fall. Yeah. 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 So you weren't there because I'm like Lindsay was there and y'all in the same grade. Yeah. That's fair. I I remember one year we straight up accidentally stole three rakes from some guy's house that we pulled over to help rake. <laughs> He was outside raking, and so we're like, oh, let's quick, let's go help him. And then we all pile out, and we're like, can we help you? He's like, yeah, that'd be amazing. He gets extra rakes. We're all, everybody's raking. We pile back in the car to go somewhere else. We get to the next house. I'm like, we got way more rakes here than we totally <laughs> stole three rakes from the guy. We used to have to sleep at the same church as all the other churches. And I remember one year yeah. we're like, nah, we're going to leave. And we stayed at our church, right? I be- I'm pretty sure that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. We used to stay like in the gym at like Trinity, <laughs> like yep. just like a whole buttload of people in yep. a gym. I will never forget. We were sleeping in the word of life chapel on like the school side. And it was probably the last one we ever did. And Sarah Claire was there. Mm. <laughs> this, all, all the girls out of like six churches are all sleeping in this one room. And Sarah Claire just straight up butt trumpets them to wake up in the morning. <laughs> like, like you could not sleep because she was ripping and she oh. and then she would be like, it's okay. And she'll be like, y'all up. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That's oh, iconic. <laughs> but mine's the same order. Um keeping um starting velocity retreat, benching the all-nighter. And yeah. yeah, I think that's all of ours. Syracuse tour was definitely more fun when it was a Syracuse tour. Like we went to like tons yeah. of different places. Um Although I do think the kids liked the locations at the mall, but it's not the same event. Do you remember the last one we did? I th- the last one I did, at least. So th- it was at the mall, and you could go to David Buster's was one oh, yeah. of the, the stops. Yeah. But you were only supposed to go, and you would go and get one card. And it would be like, I don't even know how many tickets are on it that you could have. It was but a because, lot. Because me and Mark were staff. Yep. We would we would go at the beginning of every time slot and collect cards. And yep. so ours was one of the last time slots. So when we went last, we had like eight token cards, right? Oh, eight at least. Yeah. And we sat at the one game where you would get all the tickets and yep. we went shopping. At the oh, prices. my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we all we you got stuff for your nieces. I got stuff for all my girls. Dude, yeah. we bought so much stuff That's in there. We had funny. so many tickets because yeah. we, we the one that drops the coins yep. and you get mad tickets. And we yep. had so many cards. Yeah. Because we went in and got one. I like, remember we us being shocked that the that the tickets were actually working with it. We're like, oh my gosh, what like yeah. So we just started yeah there was was one year with that that me and larb and i want to say dave too went to we were in college and we were just like we just showed up at 481 sports Uh, center they were so mad at at the beginning 
I don't, yeah, I think you were like, what are you guys doing here? We're just like, it was oh, so yeah, bad. But like, so we stayed the whole entire night. We're talking like five or six groups coming through. We stayed till six in the morning just playing dodgeball all oh, night. Long. I remember you guys blowing <laughs> kids up in dodgeball too. Yeah. I think they were also mad because I didn't decide to go with the group, I think. And I just went with them. Uh, oh, and I just classic. stayed at dodgeball the whole time. I think that's what happened. People, I can't remember. New groups were showing up just thinking we were there to run to run the dodgeball. Yeah. Yep, a hundred percent. Yep, <laughs> and we were like telling them what to do when they showed up. <laughs> so to go off of the, the theme, we've been talking about our youth group, and that is obviously why we were all connected is because of youth group. So today's episode, our love something is we love a youth group. And so these next questions are going to be us kind of reminiscing. We'll try to explain things. So if anyone isn't a remnant person, you can understand. But we also have some like questions for Mark when it comes to different perspectives of him, too. Um, So it'll be funny. It'll be sweet. It'll be a lot of flashbacks. Um, And also, if you were in remnant and you don't know about the remnant reunion coming up, we would love to have you there because we could do this in person and we can reminisce and say all this stuff. Um, even if you haven't seen anyone in years, we will be there and your buddies love you. So please come. I know there's a lot of um, old remnant people that don't e- either they moved or they go to a different church now, but like you're more than welcome. So and I know they listen. So I just had a I love that. Yeah. 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 Throw I'm that so- out there. So um, my first question would be um what is your favorite year of ministry like your all-time famous year so you started out as staff like from college right Uh, yeah in 2003 i would have started and then you transitioned into the youth pastor and then you transitioned out to just like fine arts staff slash support staff yep so do you have a favorite year um I mean, I've, I'm not sure, but like that first year that I was the, the youth pastor, 2000 and I think it would have been 2008. It was my first, the, as the youth pastor, that was a, that was a pretty, I mean, as far as like significant moments and years in youth ministry. And of course, Melissa and I, we benefited from having been in the youth group for the the previous, you know, five years, whatever it was, uh, six years. Yeah. Um, And so like, I mean, we, we hit the ground running. So like, mm-hmm. I felt like, I felt like it was, su- it was, it was a such an exciting season of ministry. Obviously it was a big change for me going from being a public school teacher to being a youth pastor and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, so as far as like memorable years, like that was a big deal making the transition here. Um, and then there were some really hard years that the couple of years that followed that with just some of the the tough transitions and things like that that was going on at, at grace um but i mean your your class's senior year was such a it was such an epic year it was such a big deal year so like that 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 probably is one that stands out kind of the most it's also the only if i recall correctly it's probably the only senior sunday that i cried at was yeah. was uh, honoring you guys because you you had all had such a and and I, I think a big piece of that was because you guys grew up with us right like mm-hmm. you grew up with us as leaders because we started with you guys as junior hires and then like 
to see you guys out. You were some of the very first classes of kids that we personally were with the whole way through. So that was that was a pretty big deal. Yeah, our, my senior year, like all the seniors of us, like we wanted to make it our mission to be like, we're not going to check out. We're not going to do all these things. And we like kind of like stayed all close through it, too. So it was really like, honestly, really sad to to graduate. I've been like texting. I'm like, who's who's going to come? Who's going to be there? A few of them are going to come. Um, yeah. But it, it was it was really special fun. Um I think my I have a favorite year as student and a favorite year as staff. Student was 2010 because it was Jared's senior year. And then I was a sophomore. It was the year we won drama. Yep. Um, so that was super fun. But like them being seniors and us being sophomores, like they all had cars. So like we not only had like a fun year in like the youth things, but we got to like do things together outside of youth things. Like all of us because everyone drove. So that was like super fun. And then um, 2019, as was your guys' last year as youth pastors, and I feel like you just like went, you went like all out, like you just like we're like, yup, we're doing it, yup, we're doing it, yup, we're doing it, and so like we went all like prom was super fun when we did that, and then that nationals at Orlando was like super special, so like that was my favorite year of yeah. like uh, youth staff was that last year. It's good. Um, Jared, do you have a favorite year? It's really hard. I don't know if I have a favorite year of like as a student. Um, just it's all a blur to me. This is like, yeah, it's, it was. Well, I would think what, what was great about my experience is like most of it's like I had the same friends when we started and when we ended. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, so it's like trying to distinguish what year was year, what we did, what, like some events, like specific t- one event, like um like stick out but as far as a year i'm not sure but you know as a leader i'd say like the first year is obviously significant um just like being on the other side of it you know having been a part of remnant for so long and then coming back and being a leader it's a big deal um but this last year has been really good i think i just i've really grown closer with a lot of the kids and it's been really fun to do um, and I think we've taken that to the next level a little bit, or at least I have. And I've really enjoyed that. Even though yeah. Nathaniel about to be like, do his first year without me. How are you about to say that? <laughs> I um, also shout out to Nathaniel. He just started college today. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I've, the listeners know Nathaniel's Jared's bestie. Where's he so. <laughs> he going to Appala- school? Appalachian State, where his family moved to in Boone. He's like down the street. Yeah. um that that makes sense i feel like i had remember like years specifically and probably mark too because i feel like fine arts really does sick like separates years because you have this you have a different team at least i did i had a different team every year so like my core people group always changed and like you had fun with those people and the nationals was different every year so like it, that year like was represented by like what human video or drama we were in and then like mm-hmm. where we went. So like they all feel like I can remember everything in those years because of because of that. Yeah. But yeah. Um when you were um our pastor, what did you think about like me and Jared's siblingship? Uh, like, did you I- have thoughts? thought and still think that it's absolutely amazing i i loved it i loved watching like you the the relationship that you guys had with each other was so was so great and i love that even though like 
you were a good bit younger than him. Like you didn't let him give you, like you gave it right back to him. Uh And, uh, and, and there were moments too, that he was uh, like, he was so good to you and letting you kind of like, I'm sure all the years growing up, letting you be around and pal around with the, you know, with the older guys and things like that. But I, I thought it's great. I still think, I still think it's amazing. Um, I don't know that my sister would ever watch this. I have a twin sister, but times <laughs> that I feel bad that I'm not that kind of brother to my sister because mm-hmm. I know she would love it. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like I we you, that's something that has to start when your kids together, right? Yeah. Not that we weren't close, like we you know we were a good brother and sister, but the, your relationship is a very unique one, and I'm not entirely sure that I know another brother sister combo that has that kind of relationship but i 100 percent think it's beautiful i love it i absolutely love it buddy we're the best that's right that's right that's the us. goat of siblingships the goat of siblingships um tracking back to students what is the wildest thing either a student has said to you or a student has done that you can say because I'm assu- I'm assuming we're not going to get the most wild one because yeah. of, like confidentiality. But there's, if there is something, there was some, there were some pretty crazy things that happened over years of min- ministry for sure. But as far as like things that I can say and that stick out in my brain so vividly, we've had a lot of students who have had that that have that are like sleepwalkers or like have extreme things happening at night. But one of the most memorable is getting a call at like four o'clock in the morning from from Liv Forsyth, who had her head kicked through a wall by by Marta Bucco, who was having a night terror. They were sharing a bed together. She freaked out. She if I understood correctly, Liv was completely asleep when it happened. She got kicked in the head and she put her head through the drywall of the wall and at four o'clock in the morning, I'm in there in the room trying to sort out what happened. And she's, you know, her head is throbbing. And I was like, it was as far as wild things go. I, I, so all I had to say is Marta never slept, shared a bed with another student. <laughs> oh, snap. That's well, I remember crazy. we used to have to put like the dresser in front of the door at hotels for Marta. So she didn't walk out. Leader. Oh, dang. Could, yep. Yeah. yeah. Jerry. It all was another sleepwalker and he would do he would do the weirdest stuff when he was sleeping but uh, one of my one of my favorite sleepwalking stories though was um i'm actually i don't it was i was working as a camp counselor and it wasn't all kids from our church because it was pretty early on and we only took a couple kids with us and i remember i woke up in the middle of the night and i look over and i notice there's two people in one of the beds i was like (laughs) one of the guys like scoot over. So I walk over to the bed and there's a girl laying next to this guy who's stiff as a board. <laughs> eyes wide open. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? What is going on? And he's like, I don't know. She just came in and she laid down in the bed next to me. And I was like, how long has she been laying there? He's like, she's been there for about two hours. I was like, you just <laughs> Laying in your bed, stiff as a board. Like, why didn't you wake her? He's like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so he was. Just, I was. I mean, it would have probably been the morning. Everybody would have woke up seeing this girl in there. So I had to wake her up. She had no idea where she was. We had to figure out what cabin she had to go back to. Two about two hours. He said he was just laying there. <laughs> this girl fell asleep next to him. 
I was oh like, my God. He probably thought you were literally going to murder her when she was getting woken up. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I was like, it was pretty brazen. Um, <laughs> Holy crap. Did you know that Jared talks in his sleep and sleepwalks? Did you know I'm that not, one? I'm not sure that I did. Jared definitely, he used to, he used to say why, and our house was small. So like, and Jared went to bed honestly pretty early like every night like he was not staying up late and me and my mom stayed up pretty late so did elijah and so one time me and my mom were still awake and jared i think we were like in the dining room because we were not in the living room and me and my mom probably were just like talking at night or something and jared literally gets up opens the linen closet that's right next to his room whips out like all these sheets and starts wrapping himself up in the sheets and then goes and sits on the couch turns the tv on and then just like gets up throws all the linens in the dirty clothes and then goes back to bed and me and my mom are like what just happened like what is he like and it was like it was not very long like he didn't sit there for a long time like those are the things that he did and then and because Jared, I'm going to tell this story, too, because it kind of goes off of it. And I feel like I don't think I've shared this on the pod before, but it's like my favorite prank that we've ever done to Jerry. Oh, I feel like you have shared this, but this is it's all right. Um, So because Jared went to bed so early and we all stayed up, me and Elijah one night were like, we got to do it. We got to do it. And so it. It was at a time where like your cell phone wasn't really next to your bed. Like Jared probably had like a little flip phone. Like he didn't know what time it was. And Jared woke up really early because he had a morning routine. It wasn't like it, it was because he wanted to watch Sports Center in the morning for a long time. So it was still pitch dark when Jared got up every day. And so it was like 1130 at nighttime. And I literally go in Jared's room. I'm like, buddy, are you going in the shower? Like, I uh-huh. got it. Like, are you going in? What are you doing? Yeah. And he just got up, took a shower, yeah. and then he used to always shower, and he would stay in his towel, just like wrapped around his waist, and he would get a bowl of cereal and sit and turn Sports Center on. So me and Elijah are cackling. He's showering. He goes. Yeah. He gets a bowl of cereal. He sits down, goes to turn Sports Center on, and it's like two. In the, it's like it's like midnight at this point, and yep. he was like. Are you like- <laughs> I was so mad. He, and he literally finished his cereal and went back to bed. <laughs> you know, so we did mad. we did almost when I was in when I was in my own youth group, we did almost an identical thing to a kid that was in our room at a retreat we went on. It was three o'clock in the morning. We had been up making a ton of noise and we set all the clocks. Because this was before cell phones. Uh-huh. We set all of the clocks forward. We all went through our morning routine. All of us. We showered. We brushed our teeth. We got ready. But this kid was asleep. So we got him up. We we and we get ready to go out for our first thing in the morning, swing the door open, pitch blackout. He was so pissed at us. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys will appreciate this sleeping story. I I don't even know if he knows this, but I literally almost killed Ben Meisner in his sleep at a winter <laughs> retreat one year. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Dude, he was in my room for winter retreat one year, and I don't know if he was sick or if he j- just always has such a terrible snorer. Yeah. But I it was it was the night it was the last night so I had to drive the next day home and I could not get to sleep. And I kept, I kept getting, he was in the, the bed next to us. So I kept getting up and I would nudge him and I would like have him roll over. So he'd wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, I would not get back to the bed and he would start 
ripping snoring again. I at one point I remember sitting on the edge of the bed thinking I'm going to lose my mind like I could not get him to stop snoring and so I literally went into the the lobby there at the Purdy Center where like the big moose head and and I just grabbed my pillow and I slept on one of the couches for like two hours because I was like I've got to get some sleep I've never been so frustrated and so mad I could not believe how quickly he was falling back to sleep and immediately snoring again it was maddening. That is so I that is so classic. So I think we're classic. laughing so hard is because he has slept over so many times and like I literally can't <laughs> picture. Did we make him sleep in the basement? Nah, no. Oh, no. No, me we, the three of us used to share my bed. Oh, like true. him, me, him, this and Eli. Is, this is when he was like, he was big Ben at the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Because like one time we were just, we were all at the Bruce's house, and we're like watching TV, and he's like laying down. He's like, guys, I'm gonna go to sleep. He's like, he's like, you should count how long it takes for me <laughs> to start snoring. And he's like, dude. And he was thinking he's counting in his own head. It was 40 yeah. seconds, 40 yep. seconds. And we're like, he's like, and we wake him up. He's like, oh, dang, I thought I would like take way longer because I was counting myself. <laughs> but like the worst part about his snoring is that it's not rhythmic. It just like is like out of nowhere. Like he yep. like talk about like ruining a movie. Like, oh, oh my gosh. I mean, like we were watching like Dragon Ball Z, the live action. So it was already god awful. But like, just imagine him. It's like silent. And you're just like yeah. out of nowhere. It was just like, oh my gosh. Well, that is a little bit into into our youth group and what we love. We're not going to go into too much details just because it would just be for an audience. But like I said, if you want to reminisce, please come to the remnant reunion. Mm-hmm. We would love loves for hours. Jared is the best reminiscer. He will talk about the stories for days and laugh with you. Like it literally just happened. So you can come and do that. Also, I just wanted to say thanks to pastor Mark for all the years and all the fun. Me and Jared got to like, We've we've we shared our like background of our history of our like our lives on here before. So like we got to do so much as teens and like experience like so much fun and go through like all our grief and stuff because we had remnant and we had youth group and you and Mel like are the the biggest reasons why we got on the other side of it. So we just got to get a little sentimental there. But um, if you have nieces or nephews or you're going to have kids, my biggest thing will be to get them plugged in to a youth group community because even if you don't even like, I don't even know what God is like, or I don't know anything like your kid having community at this age that is like ideally loving and accepting and all that stuff is like so crucial. And then even if you're like on, like, don't even know where to start, just ask us and we'll help you out too. But like, Having community really did get me through a lot of the things that I was going through as a teen and then into my now too, um, even being a youth staff. So um, that was my one thing if we're going to take away is that youth group is important. It's Mm. so important. Community is important. And even if you're an adult and you don't have community, find community and we'll help you out. But buddy, Mark, any last words before we jet ski? Oh, this was fun. And I, I hope you don't cut anything out of what was probably almost two out over two hours of us talking. 
it, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be cut down. <laughs> Although no. we do we for our guests we do like it sometimes is like sixty five minutes so it'll, oh, yeah. it'll it'll still be pretty long. But directors yeah. directors cut directors cut <laughs> for, for the uh, do... for the loyals. Oh, we for our loyals we'll get the uncut version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you, buddies. We'll see you again in a couple yeah. weeks. Like we said in the fall, we'll go back to weekly episodes for y'all. But until then, hasta la pasta. We love you every day.